I found out I'm pregnant on August 9th, right after our vacation to Scotland and Italy. Found out it's twins on September 4th. What a shock. We have ultrasound photos and look forward to getting more in two weeks. Praying everything is okay. Sarah's journal. Oh, and there is another heartbeat, he said. Dr. John Maddox, my OBGYN, pointed at a flickering white blob on the plasma screen mounted on the wall. Ha ha, very funny. It's twins, he said, ignoring me. See here? I looked at the screen at what appeared to be two pixelated white kidney beans. Ross and I gave each other a look. I smiled. Ross looked worried. We'd been trying to have a baby for two years, and at 35 years old, I had been starting to worry it would never happen. We were thrilled to see the positive home pregnancy test I'd taken a couple of weeks earlier, but we never expected twins. We didn't think of ourselves as twins people, whatever that means. Can you tell if they're fraternal or identical? Was this really happening? Identical. I looked over at Ross. His expression seemed to say, this is more than I bargained for. Can you tell the sex, I asked. It's too early now, Dr. Maddox said, but we will be able to tell in another four weeks. The doctor looked at my chart for a few moments. Since you're over 35, you might be interested in getting a first trimester screening. It's up to you. He scribbled something down on his prescription pad, tore it off, and handed it to me. It was a referral to the Genetics and IVF Institute in Fairfax, Virginia. You can schedule it in the next three or four weeks. They check for genetic defects. Apparently, I was officially an MOAA, a mother of advanced age. I couldn't help but think of the R-O-U-S, the rodents of unusual size from The Princess Bride. As we left the office, Ross and I stopped and turned to each other. At eight weeks, it was too early to make any general announcements to family and friends. But we agreed to share this exciting development with the two people who would be the most thrilled. We've got to call our moms. On the way to the car, I had a pregnancy craving, so we stopped by a nearby Wendy's for some chicken nuggets and an M&M Twisted Frosty while we called our mothers. How are we going to afford this? Ross asked a bit later, when the excitement had died down. We already knew we'd have to struggle to afford one child, let alone two. And where are we going to put two cribs? We lived in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom condo in northwest Washington, D.C. What could have been a cozy home for a family of three suddenly seemed too small for a family of four. It was a second-floor walk-up, no elevator, so we were going to be carrying two children, plus a twin stroller, up and down the stairs every time we went out. It was often difficult to find a parking spot on our street, too, so we regularly ended up parking several blocks away. Nevertheless, we spent the next few weeks getting used to the idea. We called a real estate agent to talk about putting our place on the market and looking for a bigger house out in the suburbs. And we decided to have the first trimester screening. If more information was available, we would rather know it than not. What would we do if there's a problem? Ross asked one evening as he sat at the computer. The last thing either of us wanted to do was terminate the pregnancy that we had been so longing for. It was too stressful to think about, and anyway, it was hypothetical. Why give ourselves heartache over a choice we might never need to make? I don't know, I said. Let's cross that bridge when we come to it, and hopefully we never come to it. Ross agreed. We scoured the web in the days before the screening to bone up on the terms we might hear. We wanted to be able to ask the right questions during our appointment. We learned that the ultrasound technician would look for the presence of the fetal nasal bone and measure the nuchal translucency 
the size of the clear space in the tissue at the back of a baby's neck. We knew that a measurement of 2.5 millimeters or more in the nuchal fold would indicate Down syndrome. Since I was a 35-year-old MOAA, I had a higher risk of having a child with Down syndrome. It's the most common birth defect in the United States, appearing in approximately 1 in 700 births every year. If we were going to hear any bad news at this appointment, I thought it would be that both twins had Down syndrome since they were identical. On the day of the test, per the doctor's request, I arrived with the full bladder, which helps push everything into the right place and makes the babies easier to see on the sonogram. During the sonogram, we could see everything the tech was looking at on a plasma screen mounted on the wall. I recognized the baby's noses, cheeks, arms, legs, and toes. The tech hit the print button a few times, and curling white paper hummed out of the machine. After one first trimester miscarriage, two years of trying to conceive, and buying numerous adorable baby gifts for friends, finally it was our turn. I had been looking forward to this moment my entire life.